Light nigga, dark nigga, faux nigga, real nigga. Rich nigga, poor nigga, house nigga, feel nigga. Still nigga. Still nigga. I like that second one. Light nigga, dark nigga, faux nigga, real nigga. Rich nigga, poor nigga, house nigga, feel nigga. Still nigga. Still nigga. What's good, man? What's happening? It's your boy. It's Cash, dog. They what it cash, do? Roy Mack and Cash. We up in here, man. People Champ Radio. It's the big show. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's been a minute, dog. We, you know, we, 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 we getting back in the groove. Oh yeah, man. We, are, hey, we ain't never left, man. You know what I'm saying? Got to get these schedules down. But hey, brothers got to work, so you know we got to make it do what it do. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Hey, man, listen, this is People's Chat Radio, the original big show. Uh, we appreciate everybody for uh, hollering at us and riding with us on Wednesdays as well for No Strings Attached, where you can mess with us over there. But this is the sports channel, man, right now. You dig? Yeah. You dig? Um, Let's get it popping, Cash. Um, The yeah, big man. news, man. Let's keep it real simple, real light. The big news is the Kawhi Leonard. We don't. It's not technically official yet, right? We ain't seen no jerseys and press press conferences yet. Right, right. But right now the news is the. I don't believe it's it's Kawhi Leonard to Toronto that broke yesterday for Demar. Essentially, Demar Derozan. We get some other players involved. We can get to right, yeah. But you know, and and before we get too deep, everybody, man, make sure you share the link, rate, comment, subscribe, hit that bell icon to get notified when that new ish is gonna be dropping, man. This your first time watching the show, man. What you got to understand, F-E-D-D-P-C, that's the plug. No Chaser Radio is the movement, man. Let's get it cracking, Cash. Yeah, man. Uh, so, hey, listen, I like to jump right into the shit, right? My first thought was to run, the, the Raptors are a bunch of morons, <laughs> right? Because I, I, here's what I hate. I hate this whole notion of... Yeah, man, they they like their they like their young talent there, and what they what they what they're doing now is they're getting rid of the DeRozan contract, right? Which he signed for through twenty twenty one. I think the twenty twenty one year will be optional, right? So minimal two years with a third year option, right? So they got him locked in. They're getting rid of that contract. They're getting back Kawhi Leonard, and they're going at it for quote unquote one year, and they like their young talent. Like, bro, when's the last time, Roy Mack, real talk, when's the last time a quote-unquote young, talented team in the NBA won shit? I ain't never seen it. I ain't never seen it. I've never seen. Like, what young, talented teams are we talking about, right? You know the last young, talented team that I can remember, real talk, that, like, got to the NBA Finals? It's kind of ironic because I think they're in the same franchise. Uh, well, I think – it is, right? It's Orlando. It was the Kobe and Shaq shit, right? And essentially, it was that young Dwight Howard-led team as well, right? Where they had, like, some young talent on that team. Well, actually, I think Dwight was maybe surrounded by some veterans, right, uh, with Orlando. So he was actually surrounded by veterans. That young Co uh, Penny and uh, Shaq team, that's the last time. And, oh, by the way, that young talent wasn't bench players, right? Those were game-changing guys. They were essentially what people are saying Joel Embiid and Ben Simmons are today. So stop with this whole this young talent moniker. Yeah, you know they believe in their young talent. They they want to rebuild, bro. What fucking fan base wants to sit around and watch a bunch of young talent lose ball games, bro? It, like it, it irritates me 
when I hear that franchises are, are getting rid of uh, guys like DeMar DeRozan, who's a 20-point, you know, five boards a game career average guy, right, who two years ago averaged 27 a game, who a year ago was uh, second team all NBA. Understand, that's not, you know, all-star game. That's all NBA. So that means that after Kevin Durant, and LeBron James, there's DeMar DeRozan, right? That's the, that's the respect that he got in the NBA. So this whole fucking notion that, like, this young talent, it, I'm supposed to be excited about this shit, and you get rid of DeMar DeRozan, uh, who still has three years left, who is still an all-NBA caliber player in Toronto is gross to me. I, it, it's annoying to listen to it. Um, and I've heard it through all the sports shows for the last week and a half. And, you know, this whole excitement about young players, like, bro, if you want to get excited about young players, I'll tell you what you fucking do, right? You go get your little ticket for about $5 and you go watch a goddamn high school basketball game. You dig? You, 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 you get, to get your sports pass and you watch a bunch of college basketball. I'm not excited about quote-unquote young talent. I'm excited about proven all nba all-star top 15 type players like don't give me this whole notion that i should be excited about young talent unless it's the boston celtics in which they they make it you know all the way up into the eastern conference finals and they have two guys coming back who are in the top 20 in the nba that's some shit to be excited about but this whole like rebuilding and getting rid of all nba players at age 28 bro crock of shit i ain't riding with it no way know how yeah i mean listen this whole thing when it started going down first of all shout out to the teams involved because i didn't i didn't hear any talk about this so right they kept it on the down low shit like this always makes me question those quote-unquote insiders that we see on on, uh, on the sports channels all the time you talking right? about wojanowski boy they're giving this motherfucker so much credit right now you feel me because these are your insiders but apparently nobody gave me any information that this was a possibility right so anyway um, at least back in the day when Bruce Saul was wrong, when he was talking about where was LeBron going to go, at least he Yo, was just, man. Bruce Saul was wrong, but his thing was he was just giving me like every team in the NBA was a possibility. Real like, generality. Hey, yeah, my man Bruce Saul was like, yeah, so I'm here. He's gonna, he might go here. He might go there. He might go. I'm like, well, fuck. What, oh, shit. What did you give me? Nothing. All right, cool. Nothing. But anyway, man, yeah, with, with this situation, the thing of it is, at least the, the, the way I looked at it first, um, the first thing that annoyed me about it, because I had a little bit of a different take on the whole thing, because the first thing that annoyed me about it was that when I woke up, I saw the Spur fan base almost rejoicing, right? Um, right. So much so to the point that I did something I never do, which is turn on ESPN and watch that. Uh, what's the show that Greeny has with um, with Jalen Rose? The jump. Uh, no, uh, the, the, yeah, I know what you're talking about. Yeah. Not the jump, but yeah, 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 that, that bullshit. Yeah, and that, uh, they, I, I guess Michelle Beadle wasn't in, in the studio, <sighs> so they called her, and she was so excited that Kawhi was gone, right? <sighs> and then they started talking about how he left $80 million, and it's just big. It was almost like, a, you know. Some nanny-nanny uh, boo-boo yeah, That's shit. exactly what it was, some nanny-nanny boo-boo. Like right? some ha-ha-ha-ha-ha. Okay. So I'm looking around and I'm saying, well, here's the deal, right? Um, Kawhi Leonard wanted to leave. That was clear to everybody. Um, the Spurs, they got back the best they could get back. Like anybody Absolutely. who's – People are going to talk shit and say, oh, well, 
you know, they lost. Well, fuck, you, you're trading Kawhi Leonard, nigga. Can't win. Unless you're getting, like you said, unless you're getting LeBron or KD back, you're losing. Right? Yeah, you're not getting the equivalent. You got <laughs> yeah. to go get AD or somebody. Yeah, like, so it's only like Kawhi four or five Leonard. players in the world that you could get back and be like, okay, you know what I'm saying? That worked. Yeah, so, right. Um, you know, they got the best case scenario. A lot of people like they myself really was thinking that at some point they would acquiesce and he would end up in L.A. And even if you look at that, L.A. guys with quote-unquote potential, but they would be getting, you know, young guys, the Kuzmas, the, you know, Ingrams, Ingrams those. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And to your point, young dudes, that shit ain't going to win nothing for you, dog. You know what I'm saying? Come on, man. I always tell people, potential and young players get, get uh, coaches and GMs fired. Yep. That's all they do. Right, facts only. <laughs> That's all they do is get coaches and GMs fired. So, facts only. You know, with this whole shit, man, it it best case scenario for the for the Spurs. Um, what I do want to explore, and I'm interested to hear your take on this. I do want to explore the whole situation with DeRozan because he really seemed hurt in this whole thing. He was really, it, it, you know, ah. he was. <laughs> it seemed like he was really quote unquote taken aback. With the fact that <laughs> they actually traded him, oh man, you did? right? Like not again. Like come on, man. How many times do you have to see other players get traded and cut and franchise tagged and right? Like this is uh, across the board. Every league does this, fam. So I don't know why these players let these owners sit them down and sell them this pipe dream that we're committed and. We're going to re-sign you for five years, and you're going to be the face of the organization. Listen, bro, Jalen Rose says some shit that made Molly upset, right? Uh, you know, uh, the saying goes, and I hope I'm getting this correct. I don't want to get on my George Bush shit. But the saying goes, uh, you know, you're only as faithful uh, as your options, right, right? Right, So, damn, I did get that shit right. Shout out to me. But uh, the reality is simple, bro. Unless you're LeBron James, Kevin Durant, that's about it. You, you're not <laughs> safe. Nah, real shit. Because I heard them talking about trading Anthony Davis a couple years back, like two years ago. People were like, yeah, they're talking about like New Orleans trying to see Kevin what they get. So, listen, if a guy like that could even be in trade discussions, Anthony fucking Davis, bro, my God, everybody can get it. You dig? So understand there is no loyalty. This is an absolute business. And I don't know what the hell DeMar DeRozan was thinking in regards to his um, uh, his reaction. Now, listen, I'm not saying that emotionally he shouldn't feel the type of way. I'm not an idiot and I'm not, uh, you know, uh, insensitive to the fact that he committed himself to their organization. But when it happened, what he should have said was, well, shit, if Isaiah Thomas can give his heart and soul to an organization, that had been down, bro. Boston, the Boston Celtics had been irrelevant since that whole, you know, big three shit broke up, right? The only shining light they had was Isaiah Thomas and what he was doing offensively out there, right? Being third in the MVP vote, yada, yada, yada. His sister dies in a car crash. Rest in power to that sister. He plays. He balls out in the playoffs. He get his fucking tooth knocked out, I think, that game. He continues to play. He's playing hurt. And you know what Boston rewarded him with, bro? A fucking trade to Cleveland. That's your reward. So look amongst your constituents, DeMar, and see the disloyalty across the board. So I'm actually disappointed that DeMar was disappointed. I'm with you. That's real talk. 
because DeMar should know better. Come I mean, on, bro. Well, he's real good friends with his point guard, Kyle Lowry, who got shipped out of Houston, right? Um, well, there you go. So, uh, you know. Hey, hey, and look, and look, if the Blazers had have inquired about Kyle Lowry and be like, yeah, man, we, you know, we, we just want to make a change. We want uh, we want uh, C.J. McCollum to be the face. You know, we think this uh, Damian Lillard experiment is over. Do you think that the fucking Raptors wouldn't have pulled that trigger? Real like, time. what are we talking about here? Like, stop it, DeMar. And what's crazy is DeMar would have loved that move, although he'd be like, man, my best friend, God, yeah, I hear you, nigga. You got, you got Damian Lillard now. So stop. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You got stop Damian Lillard. Bullshit. Yeah, stop the bullshit, man. So y'all was disappointed. He was disappointed. I was actually kind of annoyed with the brother. I'm like, come on, DeMar. But listen, let's, let's stay on topic. DeMar's in a much greater situation career-wise to me, meaning – you're in San Antonio. You're going to be with Pop the next two years, right? Because right, right. Pop, Pop said he got two more years to coach. That's what Pop said. He's out in two. So DeMar Rosa, to me, is in a great situation. You, you're not – listen, I don't give a fuck. You're the Raptors. You can compete in the East all you want. At the end of the day, you're not going to – you're not in true contention for an NBA title. I don't care what anybody else has to say. Like, you're not in true contention for an NBA title because only a handful of teams are, and you're not that handful of teams. When I say a handful, I'm talking like three or four. I ain't even saying five, right? So the reality is you go to the Spurs, proven winning organization. You get the, the tutelage on the pop, one of the greatest coaches to ever uh, uh, coach the game. And, right, after two years, pops, pop leaves, you got that third-year option. You know what you can do now, bro? You can look around at 30 years of age and say, shit, I want to go somewhere else. So I believe that DeMar DeRozan ultimately wins as well. And, oh, by the way, financially – I saw some numbers that say he's gonna uh, make around three to four million extra, right? Because of the uh, was it the no state income tax here in Texas? So you know, there you go. There you go. Fuck that shit, young nigga. Get paid. You know what I'm saying? Because listen, I would say Demar Derozan has the same uh, or even more, right? Uh, amount of chance like to get into the finals in San An when he will he'll be as he would have had with the Raptors. I mean, you would still pretty much been in the same predicament because it's my conjecture that the Spurs are going to be a top four seed. I keep looking at the West and people getting all excited and horny, but it's like, bro, y'all do realize the Blazers were the third seed last year, right? And the Pelicans fucking just demolished these niggas. Y'all do realize that the uh, the, 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 uh, the, the the Utah Jazz, who people can't name three people on that roster, I'm not saying that doesn't, that doesn't mean they're good, but what I'm saying is that the West is a lot more wide open into getting a shot at Golden State than everybody pretends. And I think when you look at the West and you really break those teams down, the Timberwolves and all those teams, like they're, they're not unbeatable, which is why the Lakers are, are going to be a top five seed, in my opinion. So, listen, I think DeMar DeRozan's in a great situation. Um, now, Kawhi, on the other hand, <laughs> you lost the coach of the year, right? Talking you about in Toronto, to, Toronto, yeah, right? Toronto, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I got to clarify that. So Kawhi on and in Toronto, you lost the coach of the year. So you got a guy, you know, who was what the assistant coach there? I believe so. Yes. Now, it was said this guy was a D League coach. He was like the head coach of the D League, but I think he was the assistant coach of the Raptors. Anyway, I ain't never heard of the guy, right? And neither has any other casual fan. So you got a brand new coach in there. Um, they they were like, yeah, man, they got Danny Green. I know. Ta, 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 ta. So. 
you got Kawhi Leonard going there, and they want to start talking about, you know, Kyle Lowry, who no one believed in for the last five years, but now they want to, you know, name name drop him like that's a great addition or something, right? Like having Kyle having Kyle Lowry still there in Toronto was such a great move. So essentially, you're coming off of a year in which you didn't play in Kawhi, right? You got to go get continuity and chemistry with a new head coach, a totally different system, which I think you'll you'll be fine in. But I don't know if the players around you will be fine in that system under that coach because this is a new coach, right? Um, and oh, by the way, you got to be the alpha dog. Ain't no, yeah, you got to blend in. And no, 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 no. You have to actually, you know, blend out, right? You got to take over that organization. I don't think we've ever seen this before. I, I don't know. I'm trying to remember if I've seen a player of that magnitude get traded, right? Because even when Kyrie, right, when he went to the Celtics, we thought he was going to have to be the man. But, I mean, look at the results. He didn't have to be the man there because of the system they run. So this is going to be really, really interesting, bro. Um, because understand, y'all can say what y'all want about LaMarcus Aldridge. That, that guy's an all-star in the Western Conference, right? Kyle Lowry is not an all-star He's a fringe all-star kind of guy, right? When he'll make an all-star game, but it's like, ah, you're in the East, you know what I mean? He's a fringe all-star guy. So what Kawhi Leonard is going to be asked to do in Toronto, up until this point in his career, he's never been asked to do. He's going to be asked to essentially be LeBron James, not even Kevin Durant, because Kevin Durant wasn't tasked with carrying the team because he had Westbrook. He's going to essentially have to be LeBron James for the Raptors. And I ask you, Roy Mack, can he do that? Is he that type of guy? DeRozan? No. Oh, Kawhi? Kawhi Leonard. Um, I think if he wanted to be, I think if he was committed and he wanted to be in the East, I think Kawhi could do that. Um, uh, I just don't know how. I think his I, – I still, from everything I've heard thus far, I still think his focus is getting to L.A. And if that's right. his focus, then I'm not sure how committed he is to really trying to sit down and make that work. I think if he was committed to sitting down and really making it work over there, right. essentially you, you, you're saying he got to beat next year or maybe like for the next two years he would have to theoretically beat Boston. And then, and then after right. that – And then after that, maybe at some point in the future, the Sixers – should be good enough if everything is supposed to go the way it should go they should be quote-unquote good enough in a few years right 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 see um i mean when i start picking teams i mean you know me i got high regard for jason tatum love Jalen brown so you got those two guys who you would say well theoretically those two guys you can throw at Kawhi leonard over there right um but bro the raptors low-key got some talent they low-key got a nice little bench they got some good ball players over there. Shout out to OG. Um, shout out to my man from Wichita State, Van, Van, Van Fleet, over there off the bench. Hell, they were giving Van Fleet the ball uh, for game winners last year in the damn playoffs. Yeah. They were like swinging at Van Fleet. You feel what I'm saying? So, yeah. Um, they got a good team. I just don't think – so to answer the question directly again, do I think that he could do it? Yes. Do I think that we'll see that? No, because I don't know how committed he really is to really stay in there and seeing that shit through. Now, would it be a remark? I heard somebody say the other day that it would be a remarkable story if he just decided to um, essentially, uh, uh, essentially say, I'm going to take this team as far as I can. And they were like, hey, if you're Toronto, you would take just getting to an NBA Finals, even if he leaves. 
And listen, if that's where we are, if that's what they cool with, then, you know, maybe some shit like that, you know, maybe they could potentially pull that off. Me and you've had a conversation before about how we don't really know how quote unquote healthy, um, um, uh, um, how healthy, uh, um, God damn, I was going to say Kawhi Leonard, how healthy, um, Kyrie is. Right. Right. We don't yeah. know how healthy Kyrie. We definitely don't know how Gordon Haywood's going to look when he get back. Yeah, I just don't. Hey, health aside, I don't even know how Gordon Haywood, you know, is really going right. to impact. I, I I remember I dropped a little PCR on that shit a while back. Right? Yeah. I, 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 he has to prove it to me. Right. So, he, yeah, Gordon Haywood has the, a lot to prove to me. It's not out of the question that because you, you brought up great points that they have a lot to try to fit into a, you know, a lot of puzzle pieces to fit in in a short amount right. of time over there in Toronto. But we can't lose sight and forget they got the same task really over there in Boston too. Yeah, even more they so do. because they got two pieces that they're trying to blend into, and they're they're trying to blend in two max contract guys into a situation where you got these two young dudes in Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum who really really look like the future of the franchise. If we're being honest, right? You but get, here's the problem. And, You're and right. then they I, just I resigned. I believe they just resigned Marcus Smart as well, who. Is one of those guys who he obviously he's not a Kyrie he's not it is but he's one of those guys that I think in that city of Boston they he's really one of those guys that that the city embraces and so it kind of yep. blows him up a little bit more than what he really is you know what I'm saying for sure no disrespect sure. to him I think he's a good player but you know right what I mean? right yeah but he you know he ain't about to he ain't about to go to the Charlotte Hornets and you know right and turn their shit around exactly yeah right Steve I, I agree with you. On somewhat, but here's the difference, right? Kyrie and Gordon Hayward are still they 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 they've been able to watch the continuity, right? They they're still at the practice facilities, right? Training, get rehab, yada yada yada. This this guy Kawhi is coming from a totally different organization, and and I would have felt a lot better about the Raptors had they retained Dwayne Casey. The right. fact that because this new coach is an unknown again. Now Kawhi has to be LeBron because LeBron, no matter what coach that was coaching him, that he was willing his team to the finals regardless, whether it was Eric Spolstra, right. whether it was Mike Brown, whether it was Tyronn Lue, whether it was David Blatt, right? Bro, Kawhi goes from pop to a guy who is a D-league head coach. He doesn't get to go to the coach of the year in Dwayne Casey. So that's, <laughs> right. why, I ha- that's why I have huge reservations now. I'm like, because all that sounds cool right. until like people are like yo what the hell is the coach doing right so you know that that's just that's where i've been on it but listen again i, I don't i'm with you though the east isn't like some impenetrable you know force like oh man they just they just can't get past these guys because look we don't even know if boss was an aberration it ain't like we've been seeing them doing this for years years on years the thing about being great or being really good is consistency, right? We've seen teams have really good runs, go see the Atlanta Hawks in the playoffs, but never actually do anything later in the playoffs and never actually get over the hump. We've, You and I remember those uh, Chicago Bulls teams vividly in which they had the Kirk Heinrichs, Lou Al Danes, the Ben Gordons, right? And it looked like you're Joe Kim Noah, and they're like, no, Tyson Chandler, man, they got to. They got all these please, these pieces, and it was like, yeah, but the problem is they never had the piece, right? Right, right. So, again, I, I'm with you. Like, no one's a juggernaut to me uh, in, in the East. Uh, no one's unbeatable by far. Every, all those teams have their flaws. The Philly, uh, between Philly and Boston, they have some big, you know, they have some big holes to fill. Um, obviously, Boston's still light years ahead of everyone right now in regards to personnel. Um, and coaching, real talk. So 
I just think that you can't lose the coach of the year, bro, and think that everything's going to be good. But listen, Kawhi Leonard is going to be the reason I watch Toronto Raptor basketball. I'll tell you that. I want to I want to see how he looks physically, right? And like you said, most important, mentally. Because here's the deal, Roy Matt. You're a Hall of Fame basketball player. Bro, if a guy's coming there on some one-year talk, right, like that changes the dynamic of how other players feel about you. You know what I mean? That changes everything. And I don't know. Kawhi's camp's been getting a lot of bad flack lately. You notice that? Every time his camp gets brought up, a.k.a. his uncle, it's not in a positive light. It's almost they try to, you know, paint him as like a LeVar Ball, a disruptive figure. Right. So I'm right. I'm, I'm very interested to see how his camp, because word is coming out that his camp doesn't like this move. Like right now, people are like, yo, his camp. And they say they found out when everyone else found out. You dig? So I want to see how his camp reacts to him becoming a Raptor. And like you said, is he going to be fully dedicated or if he's going to just show like, yo, I'm healthy and then kind of shut it down. So we shall see. So it's too, too, for me, it's too many question marks for me to be optimistic about Toronto. You know what I'm saying? We, we, we got to answer a lot of questions before we can even get to basketball. <laughs> we can't even hoop yet. Well, I can't even hoop, Van Fleek. So, you know, cold world. Yeah, no, I'm with you. They um, the whole thing was, you know, we got to start really talking about the Spurs as an organization, right? Because they get held right. up as this like quote unquote good, good to great organization, and how it's just so good and so great over there, and they do it like this and they do this. Oh, hold on, Roy Mac. Listen, yeah. I, you know, I like your honesty, but you do live in San Antonio. I, I don't want no flat. Oh, you dig? I. Hey, I don't want you to, you know what I'm saying? I don't want you to put yourself in a precarious situation nah, out there. Nah, you did? Yeah, I'm just making sure, man. Make yeah. your security good? You good? No, no, no need. <laughs> your um, security good. <laughs> I keep telling everybody, man, like, you got to start looking and saying, yo, what's the real reality of what the hell's going on with, with that organization? You dig what I'm saying? Like, what is, because it's one thing to say, like, they're a great organization, they're this and they're that, but here's the deal, right? You just talked about it. You're trading a guy. Okay, yes, he is a disgruntled employee. But they told me that the Spurs are the most professional organization in sports. So even if you have a disgruntled employee, right, you're not going to be professional and tell him, hey, we just, you know, uh, b before he finds out through the media or through other sources, you're not going to tell Man. him, hey, you know, uh, we're talking to Toronto. That's the move I believe we're going to make. So, you know, whatever preparations you want to do, that's what we think we're leaning toward. That's all right. it had to be. You know what I'm saying? That to me, right. that's a level of professionalism. But what we had throughout the season from San Antonio was the coaching staff, the veteran players, um, a lot of quote-unquote leaks, all talking real crazy, reckless shit about Kawhi, how he's faking, how his injury is really not that bad. His I've injuries never, being compared to other players, to other players. I've never seen a, um, I've never seen a medical staff, a medical staff come out and say stuff like, I don't know why he's not playing. He could play. That's crazy. I've, I've never yeah, seen that. Nuts. That's not professional to me, right? No, so, not at all. So while we talk about why, how like these motherfuckers are so professional, I'm looking around like, okay, I mean, are we, you sure? You know what I'm saying? You sure? Because not real talk. It, how professional are they? It's easy to be professional and nice when like, you know, everything's when going no good. one's Well, and when no one's speaking out against you. Well, think about it, right? When I agree with everything you say, of course you, right. you look cordial and professional. Think about the two guys that we can think of in the history of like the Spurs that have been guys that, um, that 
didn't necessarily just go with the company line. I can think of two, Dennis Rodman and uh, and Jackson, Stephen Jackson, right? Right. Both of their ass got shipped out of there. Yep. Right? And, Steve- make, and make no mistake, Stephen Jackson was a catalyst to championships they won in uh, San Antonio. Right. Like, he was a pivotal player. Think they about it. They needed Stephen Jackson. Stephen told a story about how, like, one of the last straws for him was that, like, they came to him and was like, yo, we really want you to, like, do a press conference and, like, you know, basically, like, tell people that, like, this guy's better than you. I think it was, like, Ginobili or somebody. You know what I'm saying? It was like, yeah, just kind of put it out there that he's better than you because, you know, that's not, it's going to And he was like, why the fuck would I do that? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, oh. That's crazy. So, you know, I mean, like you said, it's real good to be a, a classy, first-class organization when, when, when people are agreeing with everything you do. Now, when I have a disagreement, now how do you deal with it? Are you still classy and professional? You feel me? So, you know, I, but like me and you've had that conversation for years about the Patriots because they get the same right. treatment about being classy and all this stuff. But right. They but treat they're, players they're like shit. Yeah, well, they treat the media like shit, too. Right. And it's, here's so what, does here's Pop. What's so does Thank Pop. Thank <laughs> you. That's what's ironic is that Pop treats the media like shit. And make no mistake, I love what Pop stands for, right, when he comes out and speaks out against racism and white supremacy. But Pop disrespects the fuck out of the media. He's condescending. Um, he's all, and, and, but like, yeah, but hey, but hey, you know, hey, just pop, you know. Hey, but then when like Mike Tomlin or someone says something that they don't agree with, they, they come out and try to, you know, uh, they try to judge his character. Um, I watched this guy, Bill Mil- uh, Belichick, mumble through 99% of his interviews, bro. It's the most unprofessional shit in the history of sports, right? But somehow, classy organization, great guy. Funny to me, too. It, 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 Funny to me too. It doesn't make sense. Well, it does make sense if you understand what's going on. But yeah, if you understand RWS. Yeah, but it's understand RWS. It makes it. Yeah, I'm with you though with the Spurs. They leaking all kind of shit about the guy. They slandering his character. They yeah. they essentially talking shit on his uncle. And at the end of the day, you got Pop coming out saying, "I don't, I don't know why." You, you got to ask Kawhi. This can't. Why he's not playing? Right. Like, what, you saying, what do you mean you don't know why you know, he's let not? Let me playing? say this. I he really, has a fucking thigh contusion. He told you that. I really. Didn't, what do you mean you don't know? I really didn't like a lot what I was getting from guys in the media. I know you alluded to it about his uncle because yeah, exactly they right. Now we they we've never at least I can't remember like if, if we have seen him, it was on accident. We've never seen his uncle right out in public ever, like ever. Like, asking for spotlights we've nope. never seen his uncle make any statements we've for all we really know all we know is his uncle handles his business that's it right they hate that shit boy. and for whatever reason that's a bad thing and it's his uncle it's almost as if they're saying like you know what Kawhi, this isn't really who Kawhi is his uncle made him like this right 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 and and it's funny because Kawhi really ain't never came out of character. He's still not running around talking and saying stuff. It ain't like he went, yep. you know what I'm saying? It ain't like he became a different same guy. Like he's, guy. Doing he's the same guy. Y'all told me y'all loved him before. They're like, hey, man, he doesn't talk. He just goes and does his thing on the court. Okay, well, he's going to do, go do that now in Toronto and then probably <laughs> yeah. in L.A. So have a nice day. Uh, and so, again, you know, everything was all cool when Kawhi was quiet and, you know what I'm saying? And, 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 you know, everything was all good. When he starts speaking out against the machine, all of a sudden, you know, San Antonio fans turned against him. And, you know, he's a bum and he he quit on the team. And I'm like, huh, a two-time defensive player of the year and an NBA MVP quit. Where they do that at? Bro, who okay. talks like that? Hey, okay. Who's out here talking like that? You feel me? And, okay. You know. 
it's sad, man. But, you know, it is what it is, man. So that trade's going down. Um, you know, apparently that's going to be wrapped up. Let me ask you this. You think that um, L.A. tries to still jump in here? Let's say he does get traded to, to uh, Toronto. Do you think that L.A. just keeps everything just the way it is and just waits till next year? Or do you think they try to work something out with Toronto? I think – Best case scenario for L.A. is this. Toronto has Kawhi. He looks healthy. They're losing, right? Trade deadline comes up. L.A. said, hey, man, listen, y'all, quote, unquote, rebuilding anyway. Y'all y'all take it as word. Y'all I look like y'all about to be the seventh, you know, sixth seed. That's not a good look, um, you know, which you're trying to do, right? Great look for L.A. Uh, great, great look for L.A., um, Best case scenario for the Toronto Raptors, right? They are top two, top let's say let's say they you know number three seed, right? And they look to be strong going into the playoffs. Um, and, and then they wouldn't trade because you you talked about this before off air, in which you you felt like uh, Toronto was trying to pull the baby face, which is a wrestling term, right? Yeah, uh, they term baby face. Yeah, explain to the people, Roy, this baby face thing with these Raptors right quick, man. Yeah, so it's it's my opinion that one possible way that the Raptors get themselves through this and sell it to their fan base is that they try to turn themselves baby face, right? Meaning that they try to become the good guy. And here's how they do it. I think they probably had a conversation amongst themselves and said, you know what? We don't think that we can win a championship with DeMar DeRozan being our best player. And he has to be right. our best player because he shoots the ball the most and, more importantly, he makes the most money, right? So we got hey, so, most so he, importantly, he makes the most. <laughs> yeah. So he has to be our best player. So we don't think that we can get it done with him. But they you can't sell it to the fan base, especially if you're if you just were the number one seed in the East. If every year consistently you're winning 50 plus games and getting to Eastern Conference Finals or right before there, but you're making the playoffs consistently, consistency, consistently, and you're winning 50 plus games, right? You can't sell right. it to your fan base, especially up there in Toronto when it's really nothing else. That's really the only show in town in terms of on a national stage, right? Right. Because um, hey, listen, y'all can talk that hockey shit, but you know. Um, yeah. Good luck. Good, good luck. Yeah, but um. So you can't sell it to that fan base that you're going to trade DeMar DeRozan for just like some pieces. Like put it like this. It wouldn't have made they couldn't have said sell it to that fan base that they're going to trade DeRozan to like L.A. for Kuzma and Ingram. They'd have been like, why? You know what I'm saying? They like, can't win with that shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, right. Trying to win. You feel me? Real talk. And Real talk. it's not like DeMar DeRozan is disgruntled. So what? what well, yeah, not at all. <laughs> right. So he's not disgruntled. So this is almost like the perfect cover for them to try to turn themselves babyface. And I'm getting to exactly what, they, what I believe they might be able to do. So you ship him out and you get Kawhi Leonard in. You can sell that to the fans because nobody, even the, the biggest DeRozan fan, no one believes he's better than Kawhi Leonard. Right. Right. So you right. can sell that now to the fans. Hey, listen, we're going all in. We're trying to win. That's how we went and got Kawhi Leonard. Now, in the back of your mind, I believe that they thought from the beginning, we can't win with DeRozan as our best player. But we really like these young dudes and we want to build with them and see where that shit can go. Couldn't just come out and say that. So what do you do? You trade him, get Kawhi. Kawhi's better. You rent Kawhi for a year, knowing full well he's not going to resign with you. Kawhi, Kawhi does whatever he does, like me and you were just talking about, best case scenario, maybe they make a run to the finals, Eastern Conference Finals, NBA Finals, that's absolute pie in the sky, best case scenario. But right. even with that being said, he leaves right after that. Now, you turn yourself babyface now, if, you, if you're the ownership, you tell the fans, hey, listen, man, we had to trade DeMar because, you know, he, he couldn't get it done for all those years. We got Kawhi. 
he got us this far, but hey, he left us. So now we got these young guys. We're just gonna have to build with this. You know what I'm saying? Love us because you know we tried, but we, it didn't work. So hey, we're just gonna keep fighting because nobody believes in us up here in Canada. We hey, we the North. We're just gonna keep fighting. And we're gonna rebuild this thing again like we did before. And that's how you would turn yourself into the hey. At least the ownership is trying. You feel me? Because at I least think, we're trying. Yeah, because I think people were starting to become a bit disgruntled. And you brought this up earlier, but you didn't add this one word. You were talking about how, you know, with these teams now was going. It's a word I always use. Expectation. It's going to be heavy expectation if they brought back that same Raptor team. It's like, hey, bro, LeBron's not here now. Y'all had a LeBron problem. LeBron's gone. You got to get to the finals now. Right. right? Now they can almost sell it to their fans. They don't get to the finals. Well, we fired our coach. Kawhi was coming in. He didn't get integrated. So they got a lot of cover to really – because I don't believe that they wanted to keep DeRozan. I believe that they like their young guys and they wanted to explore that shit. So that's my whole theory about how they could potentially turn themselves into the good guy, turn themselves babyface in this whole thing, and really try to sell it to that fan base up there in Canada. Hey, we're we're really trying. You know, what do you want us to do? We had to go. I mean, because what are you going to tell them? Don't go get Kawhi Leonard, which they probably should have told him that because it's a rental. But, you know, you, you got to tell them, hey, we think we can get him here to stay. We can keep him, yada, yada, yada. I don't think he's staying. Why would you want to go to Cali and then trade it for Cole last Toronto? Listen, man, at the end of the day, I ain't never met a Toronto Raptor fan, right? And I probably never will. But I, I will say this. If you're a Toronto Raptor fan and, you t- and you're tuning in to PCR right now, I don't know what time it is in Canada. But understand this. You've been, <laughs> hey, you've been fooled. You dig? You've been fooled. Because they're selling you that, uh, you know, trading away that DeMar DeRozan, Kyle Lowry top three playoff seed team, right? Top, well, shit, no, number one last year, right? Number one. But I'm saying top, top three, meaning they'll always be in contention uh, with, you know, Boston and Philly for the next how many ever years you had DeRozan. If you're telling me that trading that in for one shot at getting to an NBA title, just to say you got to it, versus having longevity of playoff runs, then I'm out. I don't rock with that notion. I've seen far too many teams make it to the big one to never be heard of again. Go ask the Brooklyn Nets, who used to be the New Jersey Nets, how that felt when they made those what back-to-back championship runs. Shout out Jason Kidd. And now they've been in NBA purgatory for over a decade. Like, bro, I'd much rather see my team competitively year in and year out, make the playoffs, keep who we have. And if we can add somebody, great. And if we can't, it is what it is. Because at the end of the day, you're not beating the Warriors regardless. So to to sacrifice um, another four years of consistent playoff runs and being top three seed and, and being maybe a Cinderella at some point and getting to the NBA Finals, to so sacrifice that for one year, I, I can't get behind it. Uh, oh, by the way, you got rid of the coach of the year. So I definitely can't get behind it. Oh, by the way, I'm not the biggest fan of uh, Kyle Lowry, and he's getting older, and he's not getting better. Kyle Lowry's peaked, and in the playoffs, his, his game goes down. So you still got that guy coming back. So, hey, man, but listen, y'all got, uh, you know, y'all got, what's, what's your boy, Kenobi or Shinobi? Whoever hey, the and let, me, let me jump in on that coach of the year uh-huh. thing again uh, yeah. with the coach situation. Dwayne Casey, man. Shout out to Casey because let, let, let me say this. Whenever a coach who wins coach, who everybody knew was going to win coach of the year gets fired, 
You know right. for a fact that those type of decisions are ran across the, the team's best player. I thought the whole reason he got fired was because he benched DeRozan. And I was yep. like, well, even though you're the coach of the year, you probably can't lose your best player. You can't, you know what I'm saying? He has to be the one guy you have to get to buy in. And if you lose him, then we probably got to right. let you go because the rest of the right. ain't going to fall in line. Right. And so I think that's probably another portion that led DeRozan to a false sense of security. Because he's, yeah, real talk. Because they, right, because he re-signed right a couple years back, two right. years ago, and then and then they got rid of the coach who benched him. Right. right? So, you got, yeah, so you got to think, yo, the organization is siding with me as they should because yep. I'm the best player. Right. And it just goes to show. All he did was no make love. all NBA second team. That's Ain't all he no did. love, bro. He thought it was and love. The city. Ain't no love. Ain't no hold up. So, Roy Mack, conclusion for you, right? What do you sit at with the Spurs and what do you sit at with the Raptors? Good question. I think the Spurs, it's going to be interesting because uh, I would say that they're, they're still definitely a playoff team in the West. Oh yeah, um, I, yeah. It's not a question. There's I no would, question. They I made would, it last year. I would without Kawhi. I would put them, um, but they 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 also lost Danny Green as well, who was a three point threat and a good defender. I don't know how good of a defender Demar Derozan can be consistently. They also right. lost Tony Parker, who really was kind of in and out of the lineup, but he's out of right. Ginobili, he's a veteran. Ginobili's right. basically a a relic at this point. Yeah. Um. Yeah. But I do like their young guys they have over there, but. I think people forget a few years ago, the reason that people in San Antonio wanted to run LaMarcus Aldridge out of town was when Kawhi Leonard was playing. Yep. It almost is a thing to where Kawhi, I mean, listen, he left he left uh, Portland, right? Um, LaMarcus. Yeah, LaMarcus. He, he left Portland once um, once uh, your man over there started getting busy. Damian Lillard. Once Dame started getting busy. It's almost as if he may have an issue or may not know how to fully play with another star. So, so you, what you're telling me is that Lamarcus Aldridge may be Dwight Howard with with an offensive, you know, post game. Yeah, it, it may be the situation. So you may well, bring in yeah. him. You, you you may bring bring in Demar, and all of a sudden you start seeing like feeling some type of way. Yeah, again. you dig. So I mean, I still think they're a playoff team. I don't see them doing much in the playoffs. Um, I can see them losing in the first round. To be 100 percent honest with you. Um, mm hmm. But as far as Toronto, it really depends, man, on on how committed Kawhi wants to be to be up front with you. So a lot of ifs. Yeah. <laughs> Excuse me. Yeah, I mean, if if a Kawhi ifs wants to ball, if Kawhi wants to play just the way he regularly plays, like fuck, it, I'm just gonna go out here. I'm gonna be here one year. I'm just gonna ball out for this. Year. I'm gonna buy in for this one year and just ball. They can get to the NBA Finals, bro. Right. I mean, think about it. They just had the number one seed in the East with Demar Derozan. You replaced him with Kawhi Leonard. <laughs> I mean, you dig? I mean, shit. Now, I don't know what Kyle, how Kyle Lowry's going to feel about it because apparently him and, you know, DeRozan were, like, super tight. So I don't know if he's going to be in his, in his feelings. I know he in Canada, so he might be listening to a lot of Drake music right now. No new friends, Cold no new, world. new. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Cold no new friends. <laughs> you dig? That's true, DeMar. <laughs> That's a cold world. He up there on his no new friend shit. So right. I don't know, man, but, you know, we'll see. I I think, you know, ceiling, I guess that's maybe a better thing. Ceiling that I can give them for this season, for the Spurs, I would say their ceiling to me is second round of the playoffs. And mm -hmm. for the Raptors, I would say their ceiling is to is getting to the finals. Now, clearly, I don't think they can beat anybody out of the West. But of course, ceiling would be to get into the finals. Right. The road's going to be a lot easier, obviously, yeah. right? Because they, they essentially got to get through one team, um, whereas the Spurs would have to get, you know, get through like two 
two teams minimal. You know what I mean? Minimal, and, you know, right? Right. And hey, you know, we're not even factoring in how how good uh, 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 Utah is going to be coming back. Right. You how know, Denver's going to look. Continuity. Right. Yeah, you know what I mean? Um, so I would give them both about the same chance. To be honest with you, I, again, I think when you got Demar Derozan, Kyle Lowry, and they've been running that system so long with Dwayne Casey. Uh, you know, they've consistently been a you know 50 plus win team, they won 59 last year. I don't think you can get rid of DeMar uh, and the head coach and think that everything's going to be the same. I think they're going to have some struggles. I, I do question Kawhi Leonard's uh, determination and co- uh, his commitment to that organization, right? The, to Toronto, um, knowing that he's coming off injury, Toronto's going to have to be very sensitive to what Kawhi's telling you, right? Because at this point, Kawhi. He got he has his image is tarnished at this point. And what I mean by that is that uh people in NBA circles don't give a damn and that he's still a max player, but his image is tarnished from a casual fan, Michelle Beadle standpoint. You get me? So I think that he's kind of walking on thin ice in Toronto. I think that things can go sour. Like let's here's an example. Say they're getting their ass toe up and Kawhi like limps off the court or some shit. I can see him getting booed. You feel me? Like, ah, he don't want to be here anyways. Right, he, he go right, with right. his injury shit again. So I, I'm, just, I'm just saying there's so many, it's too many, uh, it's too many variables with the Kawhi Leonard thing to the Raptors that I, I can't put any stock in because they don't have a proven head coach. Uh, and, uh, you know, I, I, don't, I just don't, you know, they don't have any chemistry. And does he want to be there? You know what I mean? It's too many questions. So I would say the Spurs are going to have a far better season than the Raptors overall. Um, in regards to where the Spurs were last year, right, and where the Raptors were. Because the Raptors were a 59-win team last year. Whether people like it or not, they won them in 60 games. You get me? I don't think they're going to win 59 games this year. I think the Spurs got better. I don't think the Raptors got better. Because it, to me, it isn't as simple as just swapping a player. Because Kawhi's not coming there with our arms wide open like uh, Paul George did, right, to OKC. Paul George was saying he wanted to go to L.A., but he was committed to that season with OKC. He was like, listen, I'll talk about this offseason later. I want to be, you know what I'm saying, here with his wife and OKC, let's go win. And I did feel that Paul George was committed to winning in OKC. Uh, but Kawhi later going to Toronto, totally different situation. Oh, by the way, the Negro ain't played in a year, right? He played 12 games the previous year. So he got a lot of catching up to do. And some some proving to do as well. So we shall see. No, real talk. I'm with you. Let me. Get the to only this. good thing I would say that happened out of this trade for Toronto is that they're in the East and they got the best player in the Eastern Conference if he's healthy. So there you go. Let me talk about hey. this before we get up out of here, man. We can ready to wrap yeah, this man. up, man. If you listen to the show, man, again, make sure you hit you hit the like button, hit the thumbs up button, comment, subscribe to the channel, all that little fly shit, so you can get notified when that new content is gonna be dropping. But uh, let me talk about this real quick um, before we get up out of here. Let me talk about this NBA Summer League, man. Yeah, um, yeah. Ain't that your favorite part of the season, bro? I don't dislike the Summer League. Big That's Summer the thing. League guy, right? I, you, I, hey, I Lonzo Ball was an MVP <laughs> last year. Yeah. Shout out to LeVar Ball. It's funny because I didn't realize um, how many Lakers fans there there were. People confuse me for a Laker fan because I'm a, I'm a Kobe fan. Still right. a Kobe fan. But I'm just that. I'm a Kobe fan only. I'm not a Laker fan. You did. Not a, you don't. You don't bleed purple and gold. Nah, I'm cool on that. You did. That's disrespectful, by the but way. But I like the Lakers. I mean, I'm sorry, but I like. Hey, that's disrespectful. But I'm watching this summer league. To the logo. 
And I'm like, yo, these dudes, like, people are, like, really going crazy about the Lakers Summer League shit. AAU basketball. Yeah, and I'm like, yo, I, I'm not saying Josh Hart didn't play well. Yeah, he balled. Right. Okay, cool. But you're playing against a bunch of guys who probably maybe uh, a handful of those guys are going to be in the league next year. Duh. So what you're saying is he's playing against 80, what, percent of those players won't won't be on the NBA roster next year? At least, or, 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 or definitely won't play significant minutes if they are. Right, right. Either won't be on the roster or you won't know who the hell they are. And, you know, I, I, listen, do you play in ball? Yes. But I'm saying, like, I'm hearing people like, hey, the Lakers now, they got back-to-back summer league MVPs. And I'm like, who gives a shit? <laughs> you did what you're like, okay. Back to that's back a cold. If you say that, that's a cold world. Yeah, I'm looking at that. You know, because y'all didn't make the playoffs, so bro, but yeah, <laughs> they didn't make the playoffs. The hell are we talking about? And then probably the biggest thing to come from the whole thing was the fact that like LeBron showed up with these cool looking shorts. Bro, when I tell you people <laughs> went crazy, I was like, bro, that's, that can't be the first time y'all have never seen some fucking shorts with the name of the team on the front, bro. It, it, it can't be the first pair of his kind. It just can't be. <laughs> I've seen those shorts before, like in the 90s, bro. I forgot uh, what brand it was that had that, like, the team logo on shorts like that. And, like, they was going crazy in the media about it. Like, oh, my God, uh, Mitchell and Ness. I, I think it's Mitchell and Ness, you know, some some designer got with LeBron. I was like, ah, okay. All right, man. Bro, and I tell you, I wasn't moving. and I, But it. I think maybe yeah, I was naive about how many people nationwide are Laker fans. Are Lakers fans, right. Because it's what it, it goes, Cowboys, Yankees, and Lakers. Is that what you're thinking? Patriots are somewhere in there now, too. Um, really? Yeah, because whenever, at, at least on my timeline, maybe I need to get some new people on my timeline because, my right. God, when the Patriots, oh, it just becomes like, you know. Right, right, Everybody right. loves Gronk and, you know, everybody loves, you know, so. But, no, I'm with well, you. Well, I, you know what I mean? I'm just, I guess I'm thinking, like, big time because, you know, you still got Knicks fans who don't give a damn if they make the playoffs or not, right? They still diehard Boy, Knicks listen, fans. You know, I don't think these guys are diehard days. Patriots fans. I would hope not. <laughs> I would hope not. But, you know. No, I'm with you, though. Those teams historically are the teams. You know what I'm saying? Right. Those huge fan bases. I'm with you, though. I, I did underestimate the Laker fandom. And then LeBron's mural got vandalized twice by Kobe lovers. And then I was like, okay, here we go. I, I know we at. <laughs> I know we at West Coast in the house. You dig? But people were, like, really trying to convince me to, like, tune in to, like, the Lakers. Hey, the Lakers playing for the Summer League Championship. You finna watch that? I, no. Bro. <laughs> you, know, like, hey, you know you know, my favorite moments from the Summer League is hearing Magic talk. It's the funniest <laughs> shit in the world. Because Magic is so excited. You know what I'm saying? Like a kid in a candy store. And I'm looking at Magic, and I'm saying, listen, dog, I'm with Jerry West on this front. Y'all didn't do shit to get LeBron. LeBron was 99% out of that Cleveland door, right? And he was 80% in the Lakers' door. He just wanted to hear that she actually had some type of semblance of a plan. Because here's the reality. Up until this point, L.A. hasn't gotten anybody but LeBron. You know what I mean? Meaning that Rondo and Lance Stevenson shit, if LeBron ain't there, nobody's moving on that. Right? So I can't get, I can't get excited about it only, you know what I mean, if LeBron ain't there. I like it because Bron's there. You get me? It's right, like right. you're building around the king. But, you know, LeBron walked into that door, though. 
It wasn't like they did something special to get it. But it wasn't like they got the Paul George deal done. And then they went and, you know, ran to LeBron's house and say, listen, bro, we making moves. Let's just get on board, right? It's not like they made a move to get Kawhi. You get me? So right. the fact that the King got there first, I'm really looking at Magic, and I'm like, I hear you, Magic, and all that shit sounds good, but I need you to get another superstar. LeBron James is going into his 16th year. The brother, I, I don't give a damn how uh, of a bionic man that he is. He's not going to continue to be able to play at this level for much too long. Um, you need to maximize these next three years minimal. I would say two. But I'll give LeBron the benefit of the doubt and say he'll be on top for at least the next three years. And I'm, I'm really stretching it, by the way. Let so, you, bro. Let me ask you this. What yeah, do you yeah. think about the notion that, like, maybe this year, because they don't have that other guy, so clearly they're not a championship yeah. contender. What do you think about yeah. this year? I told somebody, I think we may see the Le the quote-unquote real LeBron or, like, the LeBron he wants to be, the guy that we saw his first few years in the league. I think we may see that guy because it's no expectations, right? I think he's going to go out there and just play with these young dudes and do what they do. Right. Um, and I think he, it may be like a – you know how, like, you take a deep breath. It's like a huh, – Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? I, I think it'll yeah, be that type like of no year for LeBron. Yeah, it's, it's going to be like LeBron just running that, down. That's the scariest LeBron in the NBA. It really like, is. That, I keep that, trying to tell people that. That scary. He's going like, to knock off the Warriors with that yeah, attitude. Yeah, like LeBron can just go out there and just play, and whatever right. they do, like you said, I, I think that they can, uh, you know, make a playoff seat potentially. Um, ah, yeah, they're, but, they're in the playoffs. But, no question you know, no one is jumping out of the – I think they'll get applauded if they get swept in the first round. I think the Staples, right, the Staples right, Center will stand right. and applaud. You feel me? Right. And listen, and maybe this is good for him, right, because maybe he gets more rest. Like, you ain't got to go through these long playoff stretches, these hard-fought games. That would be the good side. But the downside would be maybe we see him age a little. And then That's we're like, true. oh, shit, he ain't got as much time as we thought. You know what I'm saying? We – we're taking LeBron for granted right now because he played at such a high level last year. But that Cliff shit is real. Like, I looked up and Kobe Bryant kept getting injured and he couldn't play basketball anymore. Right? Like, even in his last game, what he, what he dropping them boys? Like, 47 or something retarded yeah. shit? No, no, something no. Nuts. 60. But go ahead. What? Yeah. He dropped 60 his last game? Kobe? God damn, yeah. Kobe. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, I remember he dropped a crazy number, but 60? Hey, listen. Hey, and listen, and he shot it 52 times. Oh, but I, no he, I think he did. Right. <laughs> so the point is, is that even though he was still capable of, like, you know what I'm saying, shooting the ball and shit like that, that Cliff came so fuck. Because, bro, understand, up until that point, we we went crazy. Remember when ESPN ranked that nigga like 93rd best or some yeah, retarded oh, shit? Oh, before the season. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And I was like, boy, y'all get the fuck out of here. You telling me this nigga Kobe ain't still top three at his position? Hey, well, he wasn't. <laughs> he was 93rd. He was 93rd best man in there. Yeah, so, and, and, well, and and a guy that me and you have, have had heated debates about, Carmelo, I think that he's yeah. at, that, at that cliff. I didn't oh. think that before last year. I know he's done. And I watched he's him. He's done like, being damn. Carmelo. Yeah, I was like, damn, he can't play. Why? Um, like, same he, thing. Like with, he's trying, but yeah. he ain't got it. Same thing with Dwayne Wade. I watched Dwayne Wade play. I yeah. Like, damn, damn, D Wade. You know, he ain't flash no more. You know what I'm saying? He can right. play. They have spurts of spurts. good play. There you go. He has spurts where you're like, oh shit, that's some throwback D Wade. But yep. he can't do that consistently on a night. No, night and that's what we're anymore. talking about, kids. We're not saying he won't be able to score 30. No, no. What we're talking about is on a consistent night in and night out. Can he be the best player on the floor? And listen, the, the time is coming. So I hope I hope for most people that they've appreciated LeBron up until this point. Because over the next three years, 
you're probably going to start seeing, and it should, I'm not saying no rocket science, it's 60 years, but you're probably going to start seeing that toll on LeBron. And I, I think L.A. needs to make it a point. Obviously, next year, you, you, that's the, no question, right? Next year is an absolute fucking failure if you don't go get out, go out and get Kawhi Leonard. I like Jimmy Butler a lot, but he ain't the fucking answer, Sway. You have to get Kawhi. You dig? I'm not going for that Jimmy Butler if you don't get Kawhi. Because now I got to say, well, fuck, you should have got Paul George. You know what I'm saying? So a year earlier, you did. So what I'm saying is that I'm really watching Magic in his front office. That Rondo, Lance Stevenson, those aren't the moves to, to get me up out of my seat. I'm the biggest Rondo fan in the world. But those don't get me out of my seat because those guys are long in the tooth as well. I need to see L.A. make a real. And Magic asks for the pressure. Let's let's be clear. Yeah, he talked that shit. Magic so asked for the pressure. See, so, yeah, I need to see LA make a real, real move. And for anybody who just listening, don't, don't, don't say, "Oh, we got LeBron." No, no, no. LeBron wanted to be in LA. Right. All they had to do was show that they were competent. It wasn't like they wooed him from Philly or wooed him from someone else. No, no, no. Well, LA was his first choice. His family's there. He, you know, his son's there. School, yada, yada, yada. I need to see the LA. I need to see Magic Johnson work his magic. Right? Pun intended. I need to see what Magic can really do as a front office exec for the Lakers. This is going to show me everything. You got the biggest shooter drop in LeBron. You have to be able to get another superstar. And if you don't, it's an absolute failure. What are we going to have to say? We may have to switch mindsets on some things because the mindset always, for years, for a decade, right, the mindset was players don't want to play with Kobe, They but they would want to play with LeBron. Yeah. Hey, let's watch this. So now, That's what I'm saying. Yeah, now say, we got the shot. This. Yeah. <laughs> You're there in L.A. You are LeBron. Everybody keeps saying that most players would want to play with LeBron over Michael Jordan because that's the whole underline that LeBron's better because he makes everybody else better. And Kobe and Jordan don't really make everybody else better. They're just better, you know, at scoring. Okay, cool. LeBron's in L.A. He went to eight straight finals in the East. He's a proven winner. He's a three-time champion. He's a what, four-time MVP, whatever. They're three-time MVP, I think. Um, three-time champ. Who's going to be the Medici family? <laughs> you dig? No shout-out to Kanye. Who's going to be the Medici family to put on for LeBron in L.A.? Who are the big stars? That are gonna make it happen because I don't want to hear Kawhi likes the the Clippers and and Jerry. What? No, 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 no. Y'all said nobody wants to play with Kobe in L.A., right? Kobe was Kobe. Nobody wants to play with Kobe. Nobody wants to play with Allen Iverson. Let's. No one wants to play with Westbrook. Let's see who wants to play with LeBron. The pressure's on LeBron and Magic. Real That's talk. real shit. I'm with you. That's real talk. I mean, because think about it. They said nobody wants to play with Kobe. Well. He got Paul, Paul Gasol got, came there on the trade, then he re <laughs> yeah. hey, and then he re-upped, right? Then he re-upped right. his deal. Lamar Paul Odom Gasol never wanted to leave. Uh, right. He got, he got an all-star and a, and a defensive player of the year and met a world peace to come in. Uh, uh, Steve Nash limped his ass up over there. He uh, got Matt Barnes to come Matt out Matt Barnes there. came to go play with him. Uh, Dwight Howard came to, came to play. Right. Um, so, yeah. you know, <laughs> so I'm looking hey, at hey, 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 And listen, whoever's in the chat, yeah, I said it. Matt Barnes came to play with him because Matt Barnes was considered a quote unquote Kobe stopper in this NBA. He, and Meta World Peace was a guy exactly. that quote unquote could stop Kobe. So those guys were very viable pieces on other teams playing against a guy like Kobe. So, well, yeah, I the said story goes he got Meta, Matt Barnes. The story with Meta World Peace, and this could only be Meta, 
that he ran in the shower after the Lakers lost in the finals to the Celtics and said, yo, I'm coming here next year. This ain't going to happen to you again. That Bro. was meta going to go tell him I'm coming to play with you. You did meta meta world peace said, we got to win a chip. <laughs> that guy's unbelievable, bro. Like, what, what? they don't even make guys like that no more. This guy came down late and said, we got to win a chip. But guess what? They won a chip. And, Shout and, out to Kobe being blind. To, to your Shout point, out to Kobe bro, to your Brown, point, um, the pressure is on both of them. I, I squarely is, believe the pressure is on. on both of them because now we want to see, yeah. like, LeBron kind of built the reputation maybe for good or for, for better or for worse of being a real friendly guy with everybody that he wanted to Absolutely. be everybody's buddy. family oriented yeah. guy. Everybody got a secret handshake. Right. Let's wear these pants suits or these short suits. A little silly shit. You did. I'm looking around and I'm, I'm saying, okay, let's, let's see who wants to, you know, who wants to come play with, 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 with LeBron, you know, let me ask you this. I mean, we get yep. ready to get up out of here in about two minutes. Yes, sir. Or the Jimmy Butler. So you're saying Jimmy Butler won't be enough. That won't get that you excited. That don't do it for me. Nah, listen. The only way Jimmy gets me excited, you know you know what I'm about to say. I'm going to keep mentioning his brother's name. I know y'all don't like him. And just like he said, I say fuck y'all too. If they get Boogie Cousins, a healthy Boogie over there, the 26, <laughs> 12, and 5 guy, yeah, I will Boogie. Fuck all of y'all, you dig? <laughs> if they get Boogie over there and then they get Jimmy, I'm on board. But just get Jimmy, that shit don't work. That don't work. And I, I'm a huge Jimmy fan. I really am. I'm a Jimmy Buckets guy. I like his mentality and everything. But I don't like Jimmy with LeBron in L.A. and they just working with other pieces, right? If they get Jimmy and, and, and the big homie Boogie, then I'm rocking with them heavy. But they got to get Kawhi. That's the, they, listen, I don't even care if they get – if they get Kawhi, Right? If he can get Kawhi Leonard there, then I'll be sold on that LeBron magic shit. Yeah, no, I'm with you. That's the that's the piece. The piece is yeah, Kawhi. It, yeah, it's Kawhi. Let's be very I, honest. Now, we've talked yeah. for an hour on this show about various things, right? The whole... The key to the end of LeBron James's career, because he will uh, theoretically be in his 19th or 20th year once this contract Crazy. is up. Crazy. So the key to the end of LeBron's run and to magic success or failure as an executive is getting Kawhi Leonard. Let's be very, very clear. Or either something of that or something that like we're not thinking of. Maybe uh, Anthony Davis. I, 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 I'm just throwing shit out there at this point. I'm just saying yeah. it has to be yeah. that type of a uh, of a talent, though. Absolutely. It, you know what I'm saying? Because I'm with you. I, I like Jimmy Butler. I, you know, that, that's just not enough Jimmy on his own. Right. Um, it's so just, it it, it, be, it's not enough. It has to be that type of Anthony Davis, Kawhi Leonard talent. Um, Absolutely. For you to be like, all right, here we go. Because if not, yeah. if not, you know. Well, because you're, you're competing with the, you know, the Western Conference All-Stars, fam. Like, you, you, can, you know, that Jimmy Bucket shit, that, that, you got to get more than that. You dig? You got to. I, I need another piece. Super interesting. And listen, it, it ain't over, right? Because, again, Toronto could be flailing, and then they could just say, you know what? Let's ship his ass out. L.A., what y'all want for this nigga, right? Or, or what can that's you give us? Option. I haven't heard a lot of people explore it, but that's a real, real option to me, bro, is that yeah. But at the trade deadline, they like, yep. yo, listen, this dude's going to leave. Y'all not playing well. Yeah. We'll give y'all some pieces, man. As as a right, hey gift. man, listen here. Hey, listen. I think I think I really think the Toronto Raptors fan base. This might sound crazy, but I honestly think they will fuck with Lonzo heavy. Right? Oh, you got God. that whole Drake, that whole Drake <laughs> look. 
<laughs> the nigga looked like one of Drake's cousins. You dig? Um, uh, on, you know, he looked like he, you know, could be a Drake. And they're gonna be rapping and shit. I'm pretty sure he's a Drake fan. He's a little emotional cat, right? Um, I think they would really like that Lonzo Ball shit, bro. And and, and listen, you throw in uh fucking, you know, uh, Ingram or somebody like that, Ingram Lonzo, and you have a nice life. You dig? And, and, and here's what I mean by Ingram, meaning. If you're looking at Ingram and you're like, yeah, he's pretty much on par with what he was doing last year. Because I need Ingram to take a real leap, especially after seeing what uh, your boy Jason Tatum was doing in Boston. Right, I know we're right. going to get out of here. I know we said we're going to get out of here, but still. I need Ingram to take a real leap for him to be an untradeable piece. And also, what is this going to be, Ingram's third year? Yes. So here's the thing with Ingram, Roy Mack. And, and before we go, I just want to say this about Ingram. This is the quote-unquote potential is up year. So L.A. has either shit or get off the pot with Ingram. You get me? They either got to ship his ass out before people realize that the cat's out of the bag and the boy ain't got that type of shit with him, right? Or they got to be like, nah, Ingram's that real deal now, right? He's going from a 15 point, whatever the fuck he had last year, to a five-point more game. He's bored. He's being a little bit. But Ingram has to take a monumental step this year, and LeBron's the exact type of player that's going to allow him to do it. But I digress. I'm with you. I'm with you. You can argue for me with that. I'm with you on that Ingram stuff. I he showed at times last year that like uh so you you can see it, but I'm with you. Sometimes that's just it. Sometimes you gotta evaluate a guy and say, do we think this is it? And that he just looks three, a little too tentative for me. Ingram looks a little too tentative for me, man. And listen, y'all can talk about all the measurables and shit, right? All y'all want about guys, but he just looks a little tentative to me. So I really do need to see, you know, Ingram. I need to see a monumental step. Or if I'm LA, I'm like, hey, listen, bro, this, you know, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, he, listen, you can't be untradeable averaging 15 a game unless your defense is crazy. You get me? Because he averaged 16 last year on a bad team. Unless your defense is crazy, you can't be untradeable. So, you know, we'll see. I'm with you, dog. All right, man, we getting the hell up out of here for real, for real. This yeah, time, man. That's for it, real, man. for real. People chant radio. Anything for him, Cash, before we get up out of here, man? Hey man, tune in, man. We we listen. People's chant radio. We typically gonna try to get it in what early Sunday, Roy Mac. What you thinking, man? Sunday. Talk Sunday, to the people, Roy Mac. I'm putting you. I'm putting you on the spot. Yeah, man. We are gonna be trying when to get it in. People expect PCR Thursdays. So or let me Sundays. run down. Let me let me run down the lineup. Let me let's run down the lineup, man. Yeah. Um, uh, we probably be doing a live on Thursdays. Definitely be doing something. Uh, permanent day on Sunday evenings. Um, on here potentially. So we'll we're still working that out. Also. We got some other shit that we're doing on Saturdays with no strings attached. So look for that on the yeah, notifications. Definitely and check in no so, man, y'all got to just, the best thing to do, hit the fucking bell icon. Man, yeah, right now. Because we do it live. Yeah, we right. do hit it the bell live. Icon so you get notified, man, when we on. And uh, yeah, it's going to be, we're going to be hitting y'all over the head with a lot of content. Ho man. Hold on, Roy Mack. Hold yeah. on, Roy Mack. Before we go, I can't let you get away with this because my roommate, man, the big homie, hey, the big homie AB, man, he was like, yo, listen, you know, what's the iTunes? joint because you got to understand when people using their phone on youtube right they can't have this shit playing in the background because youtube taking up their whole damn screen right not everyone has a galaxy note no pun intended but uh yeah listen well, roy mack when can they galaxies. expect to be put on itunes well let's just tell roy mack when can <laughs> tell them to go get some galaxies roy mack when can the people expect these uploads on itunes you're on the spot um uh, we'll start uploading in august we'll start getting everything back cracking in august 
Um, I'm taking a a, a much needed vacation. Mm -hmm. July, mm -hmm. August. Hold on, Roy Mac. I'm trying to get my months in row. July, <laughs> August. Okay, so next month. <laughs> cool. Y'all yeah. can expect it in cool. August. I'm taking a vacay. You dig? Because you my know, man. Um, that's what I need to do, man. Go relax. Get my get my. Matter of fact, I'm gonna be. Where you heading? I'm, I'm gonna be in L.A. So you know. Hey, <laughs> who, hey who ba who's boys. vacationing in L.A.? Dog, they told me Kawhi Leonard said he was all that paparazzi out there. Y'all, so y'all vacationing out there? I'm out there in L.A., man. I might go holler at, holler at Lonzo. You did. Hey, man, go holler at Kobe while you out there. And listen, I do need uh, to fuck with the bean. You need to fuck with your boy Kobe, but also give my give my best friend Lavar Ball a huge shout out from PCR, my man. Tell you know what I need to get somebody from the JBA on the show. See what's going on with the JBA. Anyway, man, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, but no. Real talk though. Uh, August, man. We got we got a lot of shit popping. Uh, come August, man. Uh, we're gonna get everything back cracking. I'm gonna after come back from this vacay. I'm gonna be gone for about ten days, bro. So nice. I'm gonna come back nice and uh, uh nice are, and fresh. Are you gonna still have a job after that? I mean, hey, did you dog. you run that you run that by your job? Hey, that ten dog. days off? Y'all can't look at me and smell money. You dig? So hey, um, hey. So, I, <laughs> Y'all supposed to be able to look at me and smell money, bro. You dig? So, so uh, yeah, man. After we come back, man, um, y'all be able, but y'all can start looking for the uh, uploads on iTunes of both People's Champ, the sports show, and then also No Strings Attached. That'll be on iTunes as well. You dig? So all that's yes, gonna be up and cracking, man. Um, you know, we working. We gonna get it. We gonna get it popping, man. But yeah, we out of here for a little minute. Uh, we'll uh, no, I won't be here. So I'll be already in Cali by Sunday. So won't uh -oh. be here this Sunday. Uh, possibly Sunday after that, we should be back though, man. You dig? So listen, man. PCR probably gonna be in a two week vacation, like Roy Max said. Um, but listen, just like subscribe, man. Hit that bell icon, and you never know. He might be in Cali. He might catch Kobe on the line. We might just do it live. <laughs> I might have to fucking do. It. I might come live to y'all from the beach, man. We'll see what's popping. Oh yeah, that'd be that'd be hey, that'd be dope right there. Get a little beach view, you know yeah, what I'm saying? See what's popping. Show me, there, show me what Muscle Beach looking like, what the ladies looking like out there. You dig? You know? You dig? Hey man, we out here. Yeah, Peace to y'all. We'll holler at y'all, man. Cash out.